0: Yeah! (laughs)
1: Jesus! Why you gotta sneak up on me like that? Because I think it's hilarious. Here is a picture
0: of your face the moment you realized I was behind you. What?
1: (laughs) Damn! Okay, that's pretty fucking dope. Wow, I look terrified. What's up, listeners? We are back for Local Obscene Season 4, Episode 3, and I am so pumped. I got to go up to Rubber Gloves in Denton and interview Richard Haskins of the Wee Beasties. The fucking Wee Beasties who put on an absolutely stellar show. And if you have checked out the album, not the album, but the fucking episode artwork for this one, you can see Richard spewing a fucking mist of beer. And (laughs) holy shit, if that doesn't sum it up, I don't know what else does. Really though, you have to actually go see it in person because it is just special. It is a special experience. Also, Mr. Dalton swung by the local Obscene Studio and talked about his upcoming brand new album by Dunk Parliament. And he actually played a song from it live in the studio. So amazing. Pixie, do you have anything you wanna say? Do not
0: forget, Chief. You have to go over to
1: the Local Obscene Network and report the news. Oh shit, that's right. I am also a fucking news anchor. I gotta go over to the LON and report the breaking news. But first, do we have time for that fucking Wee Beasties interview? Of course. Roll that shit, Chief. Awesome. I present to you, Richard Haskins of the Wee Beasties. You're listening to The Local Obscene.
2: Goddamn, this is good water, man. (laughs) High
1: quality H2O. (laughs) All right, we are here with the one the only the man of the wee beasties state your name good sir for our dear listeners
2: hi i'm richard Motherfucking haskins
1: (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) they are about to rip the fucking stage in half at rubber gloves in denton
2: how are you feeling before this set a little spaced out uh i mean it's kind of like right when you you know you know you're about to just go up to bat and just smack a homer you know i'm just i'm just ready to pop my chain you know out of the park. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Fuck yeah! So, how did you uh, come up with the wee Beasties? I stole the name from another band that wanted to start a band called that, and then because these dudes, I didn't like them very much, and then I like started the band pretty much immediately just so they couldn't have that name.
1: <laughs>
2: That's fucking I epic. Just out spite. Hijacked. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah!
1: Well, I think you are definitely. Uh, I'm glad you have it, because you guys
2: are fucking beasts. Thanks, bro. There's some other assholes in fucking California who are like using it. We're about to send them a cease and assist. <laughs> Get them. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Fuck that. They do the same thing, but we have the dash in the middle, man, and they don't have that shit, you know? It's important. <laughs> fucking tricks, dude. <laughs> so what would you say is one of the craziest things that's ever happened at one of your shows? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, one time, uh, we were playing in Austin and, uh, each member of the band got kicked out of the bar separately for, like, separate reasons, <laughs> like, so while we're on stage, dude, we showed up super fucked up, like, shouldn't have been, like, anywhere near a venue, much less, like, playing, and then, so we go in, dude, I'd passed out, and I, when I kind of came to, I'm, like, ready to play, so grab the mic, I scream one, two, three, four, and expecting the band to start look around, fucking drummers, like, setting up his drum set, like, fucking guitar players, like, didn't even have his fucking amp on stage yet, you know? It's
0: right. like,
2: <laughs> oh, that was nice. Another beastie has did, magically did, appeared. Didn't even, yeah, and so, well, Robert Hocamp puked on stage, and that was hilarious, and then uh, I just totally passed out. Tomo pissed on the bar. and uh, oh, no. And we were trying to convince the fucking bartender, like, the manager, like, no, 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 he's from Denton. Like, we, you know, this is this is totally acceptable behavior there. He's just, he's confused. He thinks that you can do that here. <laughs> and the fucking manager was like, I went to UNT. I fucking lived in Denton. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, you can't just urinate on a bar. <laughs> then uh, the, there was like brick wall, like next to the fucking uh, stage. And so our guitar, other guitar player, Matt, was going to smash his guitar on the fucking brick. Well, like, turns out it was brick print on top of like drywall so it was like a guitar just went straight through like it hung like out of the drywall it was like yeah they're they're pretty bummed about that too uh I don't know It's was supposed to get branded on stage one night but it got fucked up because they got mad about the blowtorch that we were using oh no <laughs> so, and the sizzling flesh smells
1: yeah delicious so but
2: Randy our other our new guitar player he's got He's got one of, the, one of those ones that you use like, so you can cryogenically brand cows. So we're thinking about maybe doing that, but it just doesn't seem like it'd be as cool, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like high-tech almost. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, wanna, I want people here to see the sizzle and smell the skin. I don't want people to like- High-tech ass branding. You know what I mean? I don't want them like, Yeah, I'm not trying to show them like a laser light show. Like I'm like, you know? <laughs> to be fair, you probably would be the first person to ever do that, maybe in the history of the
1: fucking world. (laughs) I've never heard of anyone doing a cryogenic brand.
2: (laughs) Cryo brand, like, live before an audience? (laughs) Hey, watch this really unassuming thing. All right, now there's a brand there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's it's no just sizzle, man. <laughs> right
1: yeah, and then
2: you got to do a show after that with your ass on fire. <laughs> you gotta sell the steak and the sizzle man. right. Yeah, we want to wait for the real hot
1: red hot fucking sizzling shit
2: play. Dude, it's gonna be a, hopefully pretty nutty tonight. We got a few plans. Yeah, I was gonna come out I think I think we're gonna try to come out to a uh, uh, Hulk Hogan's interest theme song I'm a real American. <laughs> And uh, I got, we got, I uh, got some special attire and stuff. Oh, special attire! I think I've seen some pictures <laughs> of this. Yeah, yeah. I usually have them. Sometimes I have them made, but this time it's like, you know, we're just going like store bought. You know, we're trying to, try to stay humble. You know? Yeah. Support your local economy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I'm so.
1: Epic. Well, tradition has it on the local obscene. We like to put you in a situation. Are you ready? Sure. All right, so you walk into a thrift store and there's an old man sitting at the desk and he says, Hey there, sonny, welcome to Big Joe's Thrift. What is the first item that catches your eye?
2: Uh, his bulge. His bulge? (laughs) Dude, yes. So you walk over to Big Joe's bulge and you just full confidence fucking cup that shit. You know, behind the scenes, his friends call him bulge. You know, they're (laughs) just, hey... Bulge gonna be at work today? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> you seemed awful sick yesterday. So as soon as you cup Joe's bulge, his whole body
1: actually explodes <laughs> into pieces of smoldering flesh, and a genie
3: erupts out of it, okay. and he says, I have remained dormant for thousands of years, waiting for someone to cup my bulge. Your reward. Is three wishes.
2: What's your first wish? Uh. Well, man, that'd be terrifying. Yeah. That'd be extra terrifying. <laughs> mm, if I could have one wish, they'd start selling Malamars in the summertime, man. <laughs> malamars? Yeah, they don't. Sh- they ship them like in the fall and winter because they melt too bad in the fucking trucks, and like, yeah. you'll notice it's really difficult to find Malamars in the fucking summertime, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the genie's like, Malamars. Uh, not, fix that situation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the genie waves his hand, and Malamars are distributed all amongst the world in the summer, and everyone is feeling cool and fucking refreshed. <laughs> what is your uh, second wish, good sir? Oh shit. Uh, shotgun. <laughs> shotgun
2: like like a beard? Sh- Yes.
1: Shotgun break. Thanks,
2: uh, Um, My second wish would be for this right here, for Paul Burke to walk up and shotgun a of beer with me. Oh my god, he came, <laughs> <true, true>. <laughs> came true. It true. Instantly came true.
1: Crushed. <laughs> Epic. So that is granted, and that has just. Happened. You get one more wish. The, wish.
2: the last wish. Bigger dick. <laughs> uh, I'd wished, I'd wish that Metallica had just stopped being a band whenever Cliff Burton died. Like, the, okay, if, they, if if their whole career was just the first three records, dude, what a legacy, man. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. But this fucking shit. <laughs> Shout out fucking Metallica. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: <laughs> so the genie waves his hand and what you said comes true. Yeah,
2: it's Lauren uh. <laughs> Oh
1: shit. And what ends up happening is Metallica is established as one of the most excellent legacies. The holy
2: triumvirate. The man. holy fucking trendy. The red of... lighting master of pubs, bro. That's all you fucking needed out of that whole fucking band, dude. You <laughs> got wrapped it up there. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. You said the genie gives me a wish my. My third wish was that Metallica just stop being in a band. Said stop being a band when Cliff Burton died, and they just like.
0: I mean, I don't.
2: I don't. History <laughs> an and they support all these people very well. I would probably add, and you know, whatever. But everyone was like, like the on the black album." Couch? Look, I'll take the black album. Come on, Can it's I at a least Bob Rock one? album. Uh, it's, it's a good Bob <laughs> Rock album. <laughs> it's true.
1: Well, thank you, sir, for participating in my situation. This he first
2: falls in love with his voice, like, yeah, and all that shit. And you're like,
4: goddamn it, is not any better?
2: Go back to being fucking drunk and angry. Like, <laughs> fuck, that's, no, that's all that's we that's need.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This shit. So, I've heard that the wee beasties are working on a brand new.
2: Album, how's that coming? It's not an album, it's a seven inch man. Oh shit, hell yeah! yeah. And uh, it's gonna be badass. Actually, this is the producer. Oh Lord, shit, right yeah. welcome. Yeah, uh, it's sounding fucking epic and it's gonna have a really crazy cover and it's Ooh. gonna be awesome. and It's filled with great stuff that we've been needing to put out for a while too. So, um, thankfully, Lauren is gotten us to focus yeah and we're already like <laughs> writing shit for the next fucking record like right now too so it's like constantly like it's moving forward in a real fast way and I feel like a lot of things are happening that way in the world right now <laughs> right
1: probably oh, I know in a
2: little while but um in the last couple of years but it's it's also one of those things where I can imagine this is probably the most productive time of your life <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. yeah yeah <laughs> thankfully not Reproductive, so that's. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <Piss bump. laughs>
1: Hell yeah, well, that's super fucking exciting, and I'm sure the public is eagerly awaiting to have it enter into their skulls.
2: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> we to yeah. set this record next year. The other ones, man, it'll melt them, dude. <laughs> it's fucking melted like a malamar. <laughs> yeah, like a malamar in the, the fucking, fucking summertime. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! You don't the rocker, the rocker will try the record. The record will shred your needle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> awesome, mm-hmm. homies are coming up. All the good homies. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Thanks, Richard, homie. for being on the local obscene. Local obscene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> How fucking cool is that? While I'm interviewing Richard Haskins, the fucking producer of their 7 inch comes up, Lauren Upshaw, and crashes that shit. That's amazing. You can't fucking time that shit. Well, you know what to do? Go and follow the Wee Beasties on all of the social media stream the shit out of their music and go to the live show and I cannot emphasize enough that you need to go see these guys in the flesh because you will see a lot of flesh and you will experience a life changing set it's fucking awesome hey real quick some housekeeping do you have a band? do you have a fucking bumblebee farm do you write poetry are you a comedian are you just doing really fucking great things for the community and you want to come talk about it then shoot me an email local obscene at gmail.com and let's get you on the show do you love listening to this show you can really help us out go over to anchor.fm slash local obscene slash support, where you can become a monthly contributor for as low as 99 cents, one fucking McChicken a month. And you can help me get the ultimate hardware and software not to mention sound effects, to produce the most amazing podcast imaginable. All right. What the fuck was I supposed to do? There was something I was supposed to do.
0: You need
1: to go
3: and report
1: the news immediately, Chief. Holy shit. The f- Good news, man! Holy shit! Barbara! How does my hair look? Good, good. Can I get a little powder on the cheek? Thank you. Broadcasting live from the L.O.N. studio, I'm your anchor, Chief Swiftwater. The presidential race is heating up like a Texas summer. Both Grant Montana and Jason Tackett hit the trail. Thousands of supporters are appearing in droves as these worthy contenders battle neck and neck for the candidacy. It was reported yesterday that 10,463 grandmas fell down and their bones instantly exploded. In a phenomenon scientists are now calling Grandma's Bone Explodiosis. A cause has yet to be revealed, but we were able to go over to Abner's house where his wife, Ethel, unfortunately met her end to this unforeseeable tragedy. Here's what he had to say. <sighs> Absolutely heartbreaking. Now, let's go over to sports with Chet Prescott. Take it away, Chet.
4: Hi, I'm Chet Prescott, and you're listening to Who's Got the Ball? Now let's head on over to the SpinBat Semi-Conference Nationals between the Vermont Cheezers and the California Dabs. Up to the saucer, we have upcoming two-time rookie cheeser, Oliver Swivel, who whipped a searing smasher up Main Street with so much gas, it could run the Indy 500. But veteran Dab Brody the Bruiser Braxton must have shoveled his Wheaties that morning when he miraculously re-gripped the handle, spinning the bat's momentum and returning it practically on fire. Swivel's eyes grew large in disbelief as he managed to somehow re-grip the handle, but the sheer power of the bat ripped his arms clean off. Wowzer, that's gonna be a lot of stitches. Coming down to the wire tied up 6-6 in the final stretch. Side fielder Yugunda Tagumpu, five-year cheeser, stepped up saucers loaded as he cleared the field with a shattering strike. His signature slam, cashing the bowl for the win. The Dabs played hot and fast, but the Cheezers melted their way to victory to move on to the Grand Division Championship, while they will face off against the Maryland Sass. Whoever wins next week's game will be moving to the Mega Bowl. Next we shoot over to Splinter. The Connecticut Candles take on the Florida Pink. Manners matter and minding your temper is imperative for this not-so-cutthroat game of cat and mouse. One of those teams causes the mess and the other is forced to not only bear the torment, but try to resolve it. Charlotte Alexandra was brought to tears after a feigned attempt at mockery when Trinka de la Cruz confronted her about the fifth splinter woven within the attic quilt. Trinka fell silent and captivated by the intricate yarn, binding the seal and giving the pink enough momentum to secure the semi-finals win. The Texas Big was looking pretty small against the West Virginia Thicks during a hefty match of Crag. Starting out in teams of three, players enter the Coliseum, a dominion ruled by The Ref, who oversees the grueling honor of hand-to-hand combat. And did I mention, to the death, now this is not your normal coliseum, using cutting edge terrain transmogrification, combined with the chrono point dome, unaltered path generators, players are able to die and return to the point in time before they had entered. Thank god we had finally figured that out, Christ almighty, these athletes do not stop only until one remains, but when a teammate goes down, their power is redistributed amongst their allies, evening the playing field. Upcoming star. Our two-time champion Contra Thronehand managed to seal another victory for the Thicks by shoving his fist through first-year Sammy the Longjong Boyd's back holding his beating heart in front of his face so he could literally watch the last of his blood be pumped out through the valves. Contra then smashed the heart through Sammy's face into his skull mixing it up all ooey gooey, fuck me. Better luck next time, Long John. We were able to get a quick word after the match here's what he had to say to my opponent's credit he had a lot of heart emphasis on had (laughs) i'll never forget back in 78 my father took me to the mega ball front row seats and the best choke dogs i ever ate back then players were still making their own unregulated bats filling the wood with nails and shattered glass. I saw a man get cut clean in half. We sat close enough, I caught the severed head of Hall of Famer Ray Booth, which I still have in a glass jar sitting on the mantle. I'm Chet Prescott, whatever it takes.
1: It appears we have breaking news. The once thought dormant volcano Orange Boulder has been showing a dramatic increase in seismic activity. Seismologists have determined the severity of the recent earthquakes, clocking them at a magnitude of 10, which is unprecedented and has the potential to uproot a 1,000 mile radius. If they continue, Orange Boulder is certain to erupt, leading to devastation we cannot conceive. Gale Windfall is on the scene at a safe distance with more information.
5: Gail? Gail, come in! Huh? What? Oh, we're live? Now? Hey there, Chief. Another great day down here at the 12th Annual Orange Boulder Fishing Tournament, and I've been pulling up walleye left and right. My handmade lures have been extremely effective, and I haven't seen another contestant in two days. Gail. What about the volcano? Are you at a safe distance? Have the scientists given you any new developments? The scientists? Oh, they left with the rest of the people the other day when the ground started trembling. Said I should go, but the fish aren't going to catch themselves. No worries over here, Chief. Orange Boulder has been dormant for five million years. It's not just going to erupt out of nowhere. And I've got a tournament to win. Every few hours the lake shakes and the fish just float up to the top you're telling me you're still at the base of the volcano do you realize the whole
1: area could very well be destroyed at any second you've got to get
5: out of there now gail yep the sun is shining not a cloud in sight just the water the fish and me oh shucks i left my dill pickle sunflower seeds in the hotel room Here's a tip for any novice anglers out there. Casting along the shorelines of a lake can occasionally produce bites, but you will have better results if you focus on the drop-offs and ledges.
1: Now, that is very helpful, and I do appreciate you for sharing that with our audience, but I've got a tip for you, Dale.
5: And what would that be, Chief? Get the fuck out of there right now! Would you look at that? The top of Orange Boulder just popped off like my pants button after a Thanksgiving turkey. Now it appears a wall of ash just tumbling down the mountainside. I'll be damned. Looks like I should get to safety. Guess I'm taking a swim. Gail? Gail! No!
3: Be still. The biocomputer is activating. It had been revealed to me by ancient means that the future of this country lay upon my hands. And I extend to you a gift from the Silent Ones beyond. Elect me as your leader and watch as we evolve past what was thought possible. The present is the past and future combined. The Dove has returned to our plane. Only I bespoke the prophecy into all these areas of the world. Technologies of flight will come from the galactic command. Their agents are already present, and could be any one of you. Do not trust the voice of the many, for they are but one. Angels and demons fight for revenge. The cosmos are littered with industry, crippling the potential of absolute freedom. When the animals speak out on injustice, the sacred knowledge of the past will be revealed. Balance in a place unseen, reaps havoc we take as entropy. Haste is imperative to remain unfettered by the stagecraft, for when all has come to pass, the lights will permeate the heavens, and all will split open anew. I have witnessed devastation that knows no bounds, a prison where all is stagnant and ever moving from within. When a mirror is held out to the forgotten one, the reflection will shatter the glass. Elect me. I will unleash a perpetual economy in which you will all gain riches and confidence, knowing that you are under my protection from the upcoming annihilation of destiny. Let me shine the light upon a path, a path that runs along the Razor's Edge.
1: Barbara? What the fuck, man? What's going on? Are we back on the air? We are? Oh shit. Oops. We apologize for the brief signal interruption. It appears we have been hacked from an unknown source. What's this? A letter materialized on the news desk before my very eyes. I will open it now. The letter reads as follows, Razor Eagleton has announced his run for the presidency. The once thought dormant volcano, Orange Boulder, has erupted roughly one minute ago, and Gale Windfall is nowhere to be found. Gale, by the grace of Vulcan, if you can still... wait. I'm just reading what I only said moments ago. Literally to this very word, this letter before me is predicting the thoughts coming out of my head. Razor Eagleton must be behind this. In his announcement for the presidential candidacy, bravo my good sir. Brilliant, brilliant. That is all the time we have today. Broadcasting live from the L.O.N., I'm Chief Swiftwater. Carry on. What's up, listeners? I am back from reporting the news. I hope that you enjoyed that broadcast of the L.O.N., Pixie, what else do we have on this badass episode? That would be your interview with Podunk Parliament. Oh yes, that is right. Dalton, the man behind Podunk Parliament, swung by the local obscene studio to talk about his brand new album. So without further ado, I present an interview with Podunk Parliament. You're listening to The Local Obscene. We are here with Dalton, the man behind Podunk Parliament. Welcome to The Local Obscene. Oh, it's great to be here. It is great to have you. I should say, welcome back to the local obscene. That's true. Yeah. It's been, (laughs) it's been a, it's been a few years, but here, Hey, we're we're back at it. (laughs) We're back at it. And rumor is on the streets that you have a brand new album ready to drop. Give us those grimy details.
6: Yep, that is, uh, the rumors are true. The rumor mill is cranking out some truth for once in a good while. So yeah, we've got a new album called When Did I Grow Up? That is uh, set to be out pretty much uh, mid June. Um, As this is being recorded, we actually are submitting everything um, to distro. So um, it should be hitting the streaming services as as once everything gets verified through uh, one RPM. Um, Nice. Unfortunately, I can't give a specific date at the moment.
1: What is the uh, core message behind this album?
6: Well, that's a good question. So a lot of the past albums I've done, I've touched a lot on political issues and mental issues. This album specifically, uh, I really don't touch on anything political. This one has purely been mainly just about um, mental issues, struggles, um, that's yeah that's that's about it if it's a lot of just uh past trauma childhood trauma um anxiety depression and suicide is really the the main the main talking points on this on this album
1: yeah damn man that sounds like some heavy shit yeah been uh, it's been heavy (laughs) it's been (laughs) a fucking heavy year (laughs) well that's awesome i hope that people can listen to that and find something to relate to and maybe help them through some hard times.
6: That's the, that's the goal.
1: Yeah. Oh man. So what was the writing and recording process?
6: A lot of these songs I had, uh, I had started writing, um, actually I had like a few of these that I had written around 2019. So around the time that when we had released nothing left, I had written some songs shortly after we actually did our interview. Um, that August, I want to say it was of 2019 or somewhere. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: that sounds about
6: right. And I had already started writing a, a couple things. Um, one of those songs did end up making it onto the album, and then pretty, pretty much in, from there, you know, I wrote a few more in 2020. But I come 2021, uh, this year, I didn't have a, I didn't have enough in 2020 to drop nearly even an EP, let alone an album starting 2021 as well didn't really have enough to still uh drop anything and then out of nowhere uh i cranked out (laughs) like seven songs which oh yes are you know went into this so that way we were able to have a you know 10
1: song album oh man 10 songs
6: yeah sounds wonderful that's all i could do (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, man, that's a full fucking album. Hell yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> so you just had a kind of a surge of creativity at the end there, and they just started pouring out of you?
6: Yeah. It was weird. I didn't touch my guitar, actually, almost all of uh, quarantine. Um, most of twenty, I, like pretty much all 2020, I don't think I touched it.
1: Yeah. Not once. Damn, dude. Well, it sounds like it was kind of just almost waiting for you, and then just the fucking magic float out man yeah <laughs> pretty much that's excellent well tradition here on the local obscene we like to put you in a situation are you ready oh i'm i'm ready i i'm familiar <laughs> right in the last situation <laughs> there was a lot of tentacles if i remember correctly <laughs> yep yep <laughs> oh shit so you walk up to big john's pond and it is a lovely pawn shop with all kinds of items you could ever imagine. When you walk through the door, Big John greets you and he says, Welcome to Big John's Pawn. What is the first item that catches your eye? Oh, I, I walked in. They had a, they've
6: just got a huge shelf, just tons of VHS tapes. Ooh. And I I
1: said, how much? <laughs> you want them all? Yeah, I'll take them all. How much for all of them? All of them?
0: Give me all the
6: fucking give, give me that
1: shit. <laughs> all right. So Big John he looks at you and he says, "You want my entire collection? That'll be 50 cents."
6: 25.
0: <laughs> Ooh,
1: we have a negotiator. Okay, 25 cents. And <laughs> then Big John, can he takes all of his fucking VHS and puts them in about, I would say, 10 boxes worth. And uh, I think the last one he puts in is like The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, you go to grab him. And as soon as you touch the box, Big John himself explodes into Fucking steaming chunks of flesh that launch out in all directions and a genie comes out of that. How are you feeling? Does does it is it a stinky
6: steam? Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking hot stinky flesh, man.
6: John's pawns smell of steam. Fill in the room. Hot boxed with his fleshly fumes (laughs) (laughs) how am i feeling in this moment i'm yeah a little repulsed i suppose
1: oh that's understandable do i know he's a genie or did he he say i'm a genie yet (laughs) so he hasn't (laughs) said that yet but the genie actually takes the form of something you're happy about or like something you're that makes you feel okay what would that be
6: He's a beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah! Giant beer can or a bottle?
6: Probably a oh, can. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a 16 ounce can for sure.
1: <laughs> fucking tall boy genie comes out of there and it
3: it speaks to you and it says, "You have awoken me as if I were the mummy." And you are Brendan Fraser from my favorite film on VHS, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Your prize is three wishes. What's your first wish? At
6: least... I wish for the seven dwarves to help me come carry some of these boxes out. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck
1: yeah. So the beer can uh, pops his tab and the fucking dwarves come out and they start helping you carrying all those lovely VHSs (laughs) and putting them in your car. And, uh, it is, I I think they're like singing a song about it. You know that? The the (laughs) hi-ho, (laughs) hi-ho. It's off to the car we go. (laughs) And, uh yeah it's it's pretty wonderful so you get a second a second wish now
6: oh man all right second wish um shit oh man am i a dick if i don't say world peace <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't think so i uh, i mean if you did it's always an option
6: don't think I'm wishing for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not sticking to the cliches today, you guys.
6: Nope. No, we're having fun. Oh man, this is tough. This is really tough. Right? Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna wish for. Oh God, uh, I wish <laughs> fucking I wish for a beer. Fuck it, I just wish for a beer.
1: Fuck. Ooh, just a beer. Just, just a beer. Okay. Yeah, so the genie, beer. the genie, he likes this because he's a beer too. <laughs> so he gives you a tall boy, but it's like some Willy Wonka shit and it's just bottomless and it's always cold. Oh, and that is delicious.
6: That is the fucking,
1: that's a great, why didn't, that's a great wish. I should, yeah. <laughs> the genie kind of helped you out a little bit. Thank you, John Pon. <laughs> now you gotta have a fucking <laughs> infinite cold, frosty tall boy.
6: That's an endless tall boy do I get to keep the, the seven dwarves too
1: yeah so I was gonna say the, the dwarves actually circle around you and they kinda look up at, at you with like puppy dog eyes and uh they're kinda sad that they don't have one too
6: oh you'll, I wish for seven more endless beers
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the genie's like okay I won't count that as the third one so he just makes fucking infinite tall boys for all of all of your dwarf boys oh, <laughs> There everyone's fucking happy now and you get one more.
6: I get one more wish. Yeah <clears throat> All right, I wish I wish I had my own theme music
0: Oh
1: fuck Okay, so how does it like play in a radius and when people get close to you it kind of like comes into their head?
6: Yeah, you know, it's just depending on you know, it's like my life's a movie now. So like, I have my opening theme, my ending theme. I got like some background music, like when I'm arguing with somebody or if I'm doing something nice. Like, it's it's just gonna be, it's it's just like we'll, we'll say who who is it? Who's uh, we'll say blues musician Taj Mahal just follows me around and just
1: uh, <laughs> plays some sick tunes. Fuck. all the time forever yeah (laughs) fuck yeah so you have an endless cold beer you have this fucking theme music that just kind of is just so perfectly matched to anything that you're doing and everyone around you kind of just seems to get wrapped up in this movie-esque fucking vibe (laughs) and uh, it's just the catalyst to you launching when you put out this album to the top man it just the whole world kind of rallies around you and you're always just (laughs) holding this fucking beer like all right this is pretty good and you got your fucking dwarf security squad
6: got all the seven dwarves we're just gonna i got friends now so like it's even better i got seven friends that i did not have before
1: and they're, I mean, are they limited to like their emotion, like the other ones? They're yeah, are like no, it's happy and a fucking sad yeah, and shit.
6: Yeah, we got we got dopey, we got grumpy, we got doc, we got sleepy, bashful. Oh shit! Oh, sneezy was it? Sneezy?
1: Oh man, you got sneezy in there too. Was that
6: one of them? <laughs>
0: Fuck, I don't even know.
1: All the Disney fucking listeners are gonna fact check us. <laughs> oh fuck well that's awesome man <laughs> I uh I think Big John approves and thank you for being in my situation Ooh, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> hell yeah so do you have any plans of possibly getting back up there on the stage actually uh yes um
6: there is a show that I'll be playing in Denton um I want to say it's it's uh this coming saturday which uh i think that's the 19th if i'm not mistaken yes and uh yeah Uh, it is a um it's it's gonna be a house show and i will i will post the uh, i'll post the address for this location on my instagram uh so please follow podunk parliament on instagram if you don't already if you're trying to come to this show that is happening this Saturday, June 19th. Uh, We've got a few other great bands that are also going to be playing along with us, so you wouldn't want to miss it. And I'll probably be uh, handing out some uh, some CDs for the new album while
0: I'm (gasps) there.
1: That's fucking exciting. All right, listeners, you heard the deal. Go follow Podunk Parliament on Instagram. Get the fucking Addy and show up on Saturday and snag yourself a brand new album. Fuck yeah. Yeah,
6: the physical thing. The
1: physical. You can shove it in your CD player and crank it to the highest it'll go. <laughs> cool, man. So where is uh, other places that they can follow Podunk Parliament? Well, so
6: Instagram, like I said, we also have a Facebook page. And uh, there is also a Twitter. Um, the twi- Twitter at is at P D N K P R. L-M-N-T
0: Nice It's pretty
6: much Podunk Parliament Without the vowels Yeah so I like that If you wanna Follow us on Twitter You can That one's more just uh, Me unfiltered um, So If you're ready for Dalton unfiltered Go <laughs> follow
1: that Twitter
0: <laughs> Oh we're ready <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hear we're also ready To have you uh, Play a fucking song For us man Yeah I'm, I'm down Let's do it I've Let's got to, I've got do one. it Live from the local obscene studio, Podunk
0: Parliament.
6: Okay, well this song's called uh, Piss and Holy Water. Uh, this is a new song from the upcoming album for Podunk Parliament. When did I grow up? Uh, yeah, let's let's give it a chance. Let's see how it goes.
0: here with me cause I've lost just about everything my skin breaks it starts to bleed I'm weak I haven't got the urge to eat well there's something off about my brain the way I act and feel and think so here's what I've brought next to me a shovel a gun now put me to sleep Since we last spoke, I think about my past and begin to choke. I've done so much wrong to my band.
6: Jesus on the Father, pissing holy water. Jesus on the Father, room is getting hotter. Jesus on the Father, pissing holy water. Jesus on the Father, don't kill me like your daughter. And
0: And I've gotten worse since we last spoke. I think about my past and begin to joke. I've done so much wrong to my family.
6: The song. <laughs> it's fucking amazing, man!
5: Let's give it up again for Podunk Parliament! Also, be sure to look out for that brand new album on all the streaming services and listen to the fuck out of it! And now it's time for the closing statement with your host, Chief Swiftwater. Tonight, at
4: midnight, we ride! Barbara! What is he gonna ride?
1: What the fuck? I kinda want in on this. It sounds awesome. Hey, listeners, how's it going? It's your host, Chief Swiftwater here, jumping in for the closing statement. Thank you so much from the bottom of my soul for listening to this episode. Seriously, it brings so much joy to my life, knowing that you guys are ingesting this audio. And sometimes when I'm out there at shows hanging out, people will bring up stuff, like Pixie. Pixie, people talk about you out there, do you know that? Really? Wow, that makes me feel special. Well, it also makes me feel special when you guys talk to me about the show and all the love for you. I have a bunch of people I wanna thank for this episode. Huge thanks to Richard Haskins of the Wee Beasties for doing that interview up at Rubber Gloves. You can actually catch the Wee Beasties this Friday at Main at Southside playing with Forids, Bullet Machine, and Criminal Pogo. Holy fuck! Talk about an amazing lineup! I also want to thank. Damon Henderson, who just had a birthday, actually. Happy birthday, dude! For voicing the characters, Razor Eagleton, and the one, the only, Chet Prescott. I would like to thank Kevin Corey for playing Gale Windfall, our most lovable weatherman, and Eric Daniels, introducing him as Contra Thronehand. Hand and of course dalton the man behind podunk parliament for coming by the studio and talking about his new album and playing that amazing song for us well that is all the time we have today and there's actually one more thing i want to say i am so pumped to announce that the local obscene has set up a live show at growl and division featuring a fucking huge lineup. We got Death Pact. We have Natural Selection. We got your boy, Chief Swiftwater, Turd Cutter, and fucking 187. It's going down on July 30th. So save that fucking date. It's only 10 bucks. You get five fans for 10 bucks. A super bargain, am I right? And not to mention delicious Division Brewing Beer. Okay, that's seriously all I have today. Do you want to say goodbye, Pixie? Yes. Goodbye, listeners.